We're kind of excited because this is a book leading up to a giant interview for us. Giant. Giant. Like Ugh. monstrous. This is going to be the interview that leads 2018 to the, be the best year yet. Yes, I totally agree. So should we I think jump we should, into yeah. what we're going to do? Let's do it. Let's do it. The audience needs to know. All right. Today, we are going to be reviewing The Wish Granter, Ravenspire Book 2 by oh. C.J. Redwine. Love that name. Ah, it makes me want to drink. <laughs> I know, right? Narrated by Christine Vam, published by Harper Audio. The audiobook release date was February 14th, 2017. Romance. So much romance. That's adorable. The duration was 11 hours and 59 minutes. What is with these books that go to 59 minutes? You can't just extend it for 60 more seconds. Just round up. Ugh. It's just, ugh. The genre is adaptations, epic, fantasy, drugs. Drugs. Fantasy drugs. Fantasy drugs. It's a drug dream. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what this book is about? Yes, please. The world has turned upside down for Thad and Ari Glavan. The bastard twins of Sundrail's king. Their mother was murdered. Murdered? The royal family died mysteriously. Died mysteriously. And now Thad sits on the throne of a kingdom whose streets are suddenly overrun with the violence he can't stop. You sit on the throne of lies. Growing up ignored by the nobility? <laughs> <laughs> you sound so unsure. <laughs> Growing up ignored by the nobility, Ari never wanted to be a proper princess. Say that ten times fast. Proper princess. Proper princess. Proper princess. Sounds like pauper princess. (laughs) (laughs) And when Thad suddenly starts training Ari to take his place, she realizes that her brother's ascension to the throne wasn't fate. It was the work of the wish granter named Alistair. Alistair. Is it Alistair? It's Alistair. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alistair Teague. 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 Who tricked Thad into wishing away both the safety of his people and his soul in exchange for the crown. That crown. It'll mm. get you. So Ari recruits the help of Thad's enigmatic. 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 I think it's more Eggs. smooth. Eggs. Eggs, eggs, eggs. All I want is eggs. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Enigmatic. Enigma? Enigma? Enigmatic. Enigmatic. Hold on. That's it. Enigmatic. Hold on. Hold on. Let me turn this on. So Ari recruits the help of Thad's enigmatic. Fudge. <laughs> 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 okay. So Ari. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Ari. <laughs> I'm going to say Ari. your ass. <laughs> I can't even say Ari. You can't even say so. Is it Ari or Ari? Ari. Ari? Yeah, Ariana. Oh, yes, Ariana, yeah. So Ari recruits the help of Thad's enigmatic... Can we we find a synonym? (laughs) Enigmatic. Enigmatic. Mysterious. Let me me try to get it. Mysterious would be a good good synonym. (laughs) So Ari... Oh, there we go. So Ari recruits the help of Thad's enigmatic new weapons master, Sebastian Vaughn, to teach her how to fight Teague. (laughs) My eyes are like not working. Okay, hold on. Let me zoom in on this for you. (laughs) There we go. 
<laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay, start this whole thing again. You got to do enigmatic again. <laughs> enigmatic. 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 So Ari recruits the help of Thad's enigmatic new weapons master, Sebastian Vaughn, to teach her how to fight Teague. With secret ties to Teague's criminal empire, Sebastian might just hold the key to discovering Alistair's... Alistair's... Disco- discovering Alistair... Is it Alistair? I thought it's it was Alistair. Alistair. No, it's Alistair. <laughs> it's definitely Alistair. <laughs> Sebastian might... Just read that again. Sebastian might just hold the key to, to discovering my life. <laughs> I think it's that all oh, that baked potato I just ate. <sighs> okay. Sebastian might just hold the key to discovering Alistair's weaknesses and saving Ari's brother and Ari herself. But Teague is ruthless and more than ready to destroy anyone who dares stand in his way. And now he has his sights set on the princess. And if Ari can't outwit him, She'll lose Sebastian, her brother, and her soul. All done. Oh, my God, my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I think I ate too much. Oh, Oh my gosh. We're recording later than normal today, so if we a little sleepy, (laughs) that'd be why. (laughs) Uh, What did you think of the Wish Granter in comparison to the Shadow Queen, first of all? I liked it better. Than really? the Shadow Queen. Really? The Shadow Queen for me was missing the character development and it had a lot of the dragons and the action and the story was still white, which I was like, ugh, whatever. Ugh. But with this, with Wish Ranter, there was a lot of character driven plots. You kind of got to know Ari and Thad and Sebastian and Teague. Mm-hmm. And they really went into the their whole lifelines, basically. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And I just really liked hearing a different tale on Rumble Siltskin. Yeah. Which is not very popular. Yeah. To make, you know, an adaptation for, except if you're Once Upon, once upon a Time. Yeah, or he's your main character. Yes. After everybody else leaves. Exactly. But I did, I, I, had, a, I had problems with myself, because I do want watch Once Upon a Time, and I saw... That Rumpelstiltskin in, t- in Teague, yeah. which I was trying not to do, but it's just so hard because that's that's the best image of Rumpel that we have right now. Yeah. I mean, and if you look up Rumpelstiltskin on Google, you get a lot of like fantasy characters that don't match the description that Teague had at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even though Teague didn't match the Rumpelstiltskin of Once Upon a Time, they still were more human like comparisons yeah together there wasn't there a rumple in anastasia but that was like a real life real time rumple siltskin right i don't know i don't remember anastasia <sighs> that well like the real story of anastasia no. maybe I'll, I'll do some research well because it wasn't there like a roman not roman what's a czar what oh, is it, Russian? yeah, there was. Yeah, the Russian guy, and he was a bad guy. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta do. I gotta go read yeah. a book or something. Yeah. It's like we don't even read. <laughs> I don't even do that <laughs> reading crap. <laughs> See, I differ in opinion from you. I kind of liked Shadow Queen more, even though mm. I do not like Snow White whatsoever. Yes. I felt at times that there was a lot of fast moving stuff happening in this book, where they would 
get a plan and then they would suddenly change from that plan or that plan would be foiled by Teague Mm. or something would happen and they had like five million different plans happening yeah and none of them really succeeded until the very end and there was contracts and mm-hmm. going in dresses and yes. there was a lot of things. Was everywhere. He really was. He was always one step ahead of them. And he's a bad guy that had no redeeming qualities whatsoever. No redeeming qualities. Yeah. So it was kind of hard. I mean, it's the same thing with the queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, CJ, when she writes a villain, oh, she, she writes, writes a, a villain. villain. Like, she does not play around. No. And so I kind of... But I felt like there was more outsmarting of the queen in Shadow Queen, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed because it at least made the queen feel that she was able to be taken down a pig mm-hmm. quicker. But with Teague, it was just kind of out of the blue that they came up with this yeah. way to take him down. Yeah. And I was like, mm, hope, hopefully it works because you got nothing else. I know. It it was one of those things where it, they just had to kind of shrug and go, well, this is my last attempt. Yep. And I don't even know how some of the things came about, like how the ending all transpired. It was just... It came very quickly. It was a little confusing to Mm -hmm. me. I had to re-listen to it like once. Yeah, I I had to re-listen to it, I think twice. And I was just like, oh my God, that's... Oh, I missed that. Okay, that's what happened. Yeah. So it was confusing. I do agree with you with Mm -hmm. that. It was confusing. But I did like the the story as a whole, Mm because like you were saying, there's not many renditions of Rumpelstiltskin. Exactly. And the world building that CJ does with Ravenspire oh is just, my oh my God, I want to go there. Oh, me too. And then when they mentioned um, Lorelai and Cole from the Shadow Queen, mm-hmm. and it was just like, ah, mm-hmm. I can't believe they still exist in this world and we get to hear them and they're mentioned and yes. they're they're still living. Mm-hmm. And I love how this is a standalone. So yeah. anyone can jump in and say, I'm going to listen to the Wish Grander before mm-hmm. I listen to the Shadow Queen. Yeah, because they didn't really talk about the Shadow Queen in a lot of words. They just mentioned the main characters. Mm-hmm. And CJ Redwine, I was reading an interview with her and she said she's going to do that for the next one as well. Oh, And awesome. add Lorelai's name and... Ari's name and Thad's name in those just like brief mentions of the newest one. Yeah. So you can really pick up any any one that you want and mm-hmm. go at it. And that's why we're doing two episodes. Yeah. Based off of Ravenspire series because each one is different. Yeah. And also we were just really interested because the covers mm. of the books are also beautiful. So pretty. It's kind of cool. And the Traitor Prince is the oh, next one that's yes. coming out in February. And that one looks really cool too. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the cover yet. It looks really neat. Here, I'll type it in for you in the Ooh, computer. In the computer. Oh. Yeah. But no, it kind of looks different than the other ones. Yeah. So it's very interesting, and it's from, I believe, I read the description last night, but I was it was very very the prince late. and the pauper, right? Yeah. Yes. And so it's a male lead this time. So we get that kind of nice, nice thing. I'm excited. Yeah. And I also read somewhere, I think maybe on her Twitter feed, on CJ Redwine's Twitter feed, that she was doing like 12, 15 books in the series. Oh my God. I know. And they're like, I can't believe it's 15. That's what the, the tweeter said. The tweeter. And they're like, I can't believe it's going to be 15 books. And I was like, that oh my gosh. That is going to be insane. CJ must have a whole bunch of stories in her head. And they're and that's the thing is they're not they're adaptations, but they're more than that. Mm-hmm. They're completely original. Yeah. 
And you don't find that much these days. So I really enjoyed The Wish Granter. Yeah. What did you think about Christine Vam's narration? Oh, well, she was a narrator in The Shadow Queen. Mm -hmm. And we really liked her in The Shadow Queen. And I have to say that that carried over into The Wish Granter. I think she did a phenomenal job giving the characters just enough variation because she has a higher pitched voice. Mm -hmm. It's not like... It's not really a middle ground voice where she can alternate between really low males and um, just kind of like alto females. Mm-hmm. She's more higher in her tone. Yeah. Um, but she did an awesome job with giving Thad his own voice, giving Teague his own evil voice. And I hated him mm. so much because of his voice. Yes. Yes. I just think you have to have a really annoying voice to be Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. And... and Christine really did it well. Yeah. Because you have her as as Ari, and she was, like, pleasant and... You loved her. Uh, yeah, I loved her. I loved her voice for Ari. But then when she went to Teague, it was just like, Alist- Alistair Teague. You know, it was, like, yeah. creepy. It and- was creepy, and you could see the smirk on his face when he was, like, killing people. And mm. he, like, he act- like people actually die in these. Like, yes. this is, like, it's young adult, but it's kind of, like, a more violent young adult. Yeah. And I kind of love it. Loved it. But yeah. It, and drugs. Yeah, drugs. <laughs> drugs! I mean, this. I think this is the only time that we can say, like, Christine, your voice is annoying. Thank you. Thank you for that, Christine. Thank you. We we enjoy it. You did my ears well. Yeah. <laughs> With your annoying Teague voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know how milk does the body good? Christine did my ears well. It sounds a little inappropriate, but whatever. <laughs> I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Um. So how do you feel that Christine's interest in this story differed from the Shadow Queen? Or do you not think that there was any difference at all? I thought there was a slight difference. Mm-hmm. And with the Shadow Queen, I feel as if Christine knew where the story was going to go. Because we've all heard Snow White. Unfortunately. We know what it's going to be about. We know the end game. Yeah. But with a story like Rumpelstiltskin, made me totally throughout the whole book, totally forgot the whole name thing. Yeah. And I totally forgot that was the main point of Rumpelstiltskin was he never gave his name. Yeah. And if you knew his name, then you got to own him him. and control him. And so with Christine's narration and interest in the wish granter, it felt like she was on this journey along with us because she was like, how is this going to end? Where is this going to take me? Yeah. And I think I really heard that through her narration. And you never know how far CJ is going to go with the adaptations. You never know if she's actually going to use the name Rumpelstiltskin Mm -hmm. or if she is going to create something totally different. Like she did in the Shadow Queen. Yeah. Because the Shadow Queen was, it had hints of Snow White, but. But she was never Snow. Yeah. And she was never annoying like Snow White. Mm -hmm. So you never knew. You never knew. And I think that's how different her narration can be through the both of the book of the books because we got on one hand this very known novel or story and then on this other hand it's like this journey that she's going on with us yeah. as well so it's pretty cool yeah i really liked being able to stick with the narrator too mm-hmm. because there's been enough time between the shadow queen that i can't necessarily remember her voice for lorelei but yeah. from what i remember she gave ari a totally different voice yeah which we've heard from narrators, they usually just use their main voice for their characters. Mm-hmm. But Lorelai and Ari sounded different. Yeah. With Lorelai, she sounded more grounded in her voice and more mature. 
But with Ari, I felt as if she was more naive because Thad made this promise in this contract with Teague and she had no idea until halfway through the book. She was like, what? You made a contract? You, you been playing me? Yeah. So Ari had this more naive voice to her. And I really think that was the difference between Lorelai and Ari. Yeah. With Christine. Oh, definitely. Was this book too long? I, yeah. Yeah, it okay. was. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure when I was listening to it if it was too long, but when I got to about the nine hour mark, I was like, this, it kind of felt like in Scooby-Doo where they run through the doors in order to take yes. up time. Mm-hmm. Like chasing each other. Yep. I agree. It just. Completely agree. It was a little too much with the back and forth, the cat and mouse game thing and Hansel and Gretel are mentioned in this oh, for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I was very confused by that. Yeah. So I thought that they were going to be in it a little bit more, but the Hansel and Gretel, the living in the castle, and then the living in the cottage in the forest, it was, that was a totally different thing. And it just felt like three stories in one. Yes. That goes back to saying that it was a little confusing because there was so much stuff in here. Yeah. And I feel like it could have been just a little bit more shaven down. Mm-hmm. Just a tiny bit. When she m- mentioned Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. I was like, wait, what story are we in now? I was like, oh my gosh, they're hunters and they are killers and mm-hmm. they're cool and they're neat and they're going to have a part in this story because they'll probably be, they'll probably come up later. Yeah, they'll probably have their adaptation. own. Yeah, they'll probably yeah. have their own book. Definitely. But I just thought it was so cool how she just, you know, tossed them in there and I was expecting more from them and they weren't and I don't know. Do you think that this book was too long? Yes. Mm-hmm. If it was one more minute, I would have been like, oh. If it was a full 12 hours. <laughs> full 12 hours. I was surprised when we loaded it up. I was, it was like, 11 hours oh and my gosh. Minutes. But no, I agree. I, at the nine hour mark, I was like, all right, I'm, I love this story. Can we end it? Can we wrap it up so I can continue to love it? Yeah. I did not want it to drag on, which I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it drug. Is that dragged or drug? Drugged? Drugged. No, drug. I no, mean, T did, he did a lot of drug. He did. Drag queen? He sold a lot of drugs. Oh my Dr- God, what if a T. What drug if, queens? What if Teague was a drag queen? <laughs> he was definitely a, a drug queen. Drug queen. Mm. That would be. Oh. Oh. What would his drag name be? Spilling tea. Rumple in the sheets. Rumple in the sheets. <laughs> uh, tea party. Teague party. Teague party. <laughs> that would be good. That I would like be a good that. Name. Hmm. CJ for the next one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. it was for me. It was too long. I was just like, come on. Also, um. A little annoyed at Ari for a quick second in like the middle of the book or like kind of the beginning to middle when she was complaining that it took Sebastian five days to get to her. Oh, yes. She was like, it took five days. I was like, Girl. you are with a murderer, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. You were basically kidnapped mm-hmm. and you had your soul sold. Yeah. So. Five days is plenty. Yeah, if it was five months, then maybe. But that boy was preparing things yes, for you. Yes, exactly. And then she was like, can't live without bacon for one day. Oh, I love. Me I too. loved Ari's food. Yes. 
it, it reminded me a lot of Heartless. Yes. In the fact that she was a baker. She was proud of her body. I was like, yes, I want some cupcakes. Yes. She was like, I like to bake. I like to eat. Yeah. I was like, yes, I she, love you, Ari. She was like, if I don't wake up to the smell of sausage being burnt to a crisp, I will be real mad. And I was like, me too. Me too, girl. She made me want eggs and scrapple <laughs> every day. And I did have eggs and scrapple mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was. I really liked that little that little part of Ari's character. But I didn't like the five-day thing. It was like, girl, be an independent woman. Mm-hmm. Beggars can't be choosers. No. Mm. What did you think of the romance that was in this book? Because I read some reviews of people that weren't really feeling the chemistry mm-hmm. and some that were. So I want to get your take hmm. on that. That is interesting. I didn't... <laughs> like, I knew that it, there was chemistry and I knew they were supposed to be together. But I didn't really pick up on love at first sight or yeah. this fairy tale love. Because to be honest, I don't think that's what CJ Redwine is all about. Right. I don't think that she's like, no, the, the princess is not going to get the prince immediately. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, spend the whole entire book talking about love and we got to be together forever. Yeah. I think it was more realistic. Yeah. And I think I liked that part about it, that aspect of the the romance, that it was more realistic and it was more, it was less centered. Yeah. I feel like when people say that the chemistry wasn't there, I feel like they might be talking about when they were just kind of thrown together in the carriage at that one part, mm. where they just had to kind of go, we need to do something in yeah. order to get past these guards. So let's do something really quick. Because that was very early on in the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really get the sense of who Sebastian was yet. And then Ari just kind of fell in love with him at that point. Yeah. That was still very early on in the book mm-hmm. when she didn't even know him. She's so, like, oh, he's so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like there was a lack of romance that was as strong as Lorelai and Cole's. Oh, that was. That was oh. hot. That was Dragon Breath hot. That was hot. <laughs> that was so good. I was I not expecting you to say Dragon Breath. <laughs> But I just think that sometimes you can't, it, it's hard to capture that twice mm-hmm. in a book that's back to back with yep. romance. So I understand, but I still liked Ari mm-hmm. and Sebastian a lot. I really liked Sebastian. Oh, I love Sebastian. He's so cute. Mm, I want a Sebastian in my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you listen to this book? I listened to this because we got it by one of the credits mm-hmm. on Audible. So I listened to it through Audible. Yeah. And got some of those little milestones checked off, like Night Owl, because I was listening to this at night. Yes. Oh, I love our little badges. Uh-huh. Me too. Oh. <laughs> Me too. We're going to be platinum in a lot of them. I hope so. Supposedly the dabbler is, you can't get it. You cannot get it. It's like a fake news badge. Really? Yes. What is it? It's supposed to be like you're dabbling in multiple books at one time, but the people on the audiobook addicts site that we're on they say they can't ever get that and it's the only one they can't get oh that's interesting yeah i wonder if you have to listen to like an hour or 30 minutes at a time and then maybe, go to a new book maybe and listen to that and then go back to that book and mm-hmm. listen but it's my mm. destiny to get that it's your destiny destiny <laughs> we listened to this through audible and i listened to this commuting to my way to work yeah shoveling snow oh my gosh maryland has gotten so much snow oh my gosh what, what what are they calling it um 
bomb cyclone. Oh yeah. What okay. is that about? I looked it, I looked it up on the way here and apparently bomb cyclone is like the long name for it is bomb genesis or something. I'm sorry, what? It's when like the pressure in the atmosphere drops 24 millisomethings in 24 hours. Oh. And it's like a lot. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're not weathermen. No. I ain't Marty Schmidt or what, what was his name? Marty Bass. Marty Bass. Marty Bass. Was he the weatherman? He was a weatherman for oh, a long that's time. Right. He was mm. Marty Schmidt. <laughs> he was like, I'm Marty Bass and this is the weather. Does he still do it or do he retire? I think now he does like sports. He'll like go on the well, I think there's like a lot of sexual things with him too. I don't know. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> No, there's something about him. I don't know. We'll look him up. We'll look him up. We'll look him up. We'll report back. (laughs) You heard it here first at 9.07. (laughs) So would you do an audio book, an actual book, or the movie? I want. there was one. Yes, I want there to be a movie so bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would listen to the audio book again. It's too long. It was way too long. But I don't think I would shove this. I would definitely shelf this. Yeah. But I want there to be a movie. Yes. I definitely want there to be a movie because I don't feel like there's enough rumple, whatever that word is, representation. Yes. Rumple represent. Rumple, rep- rumple representation. Represent- rumple representation. Yes. There we go. There we go. Sound like drunk when you say yeah. it. Yeah. Rumple representation. Rumple representation. Rumple representation. Rumple representation. What am I trying to What is the second word again? Rumper. Wait, what is the second word they were trying to... Represent- representation. Representation. Okay, there we go. I forgot what the word was for a second. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, say that I would shove this until, you know, book 15 of Raven Spires yes. comes out. I might have no room on my shelf anymore. <laughs> exactly. So we might have to finagle some things, mm-hmm. make some wishes. Yes. I'm just... This book just really got me excited to talk with CJ. Yeah, me I'm too. so psyched. I am curious about her process. I want to know what gave her the inspiration for this. We have questions. We have questions. We have questions. And if you have questions, please send them our way. Oh, yeah. That's a good... That's yes. good. If you have questions for CJ, send them to our contact page. Yeah. They'll come right to our emails, and we'll ask CJ if it's appropriate. If it's appropriate, y'all, we ain't we ain't gonna be disrespecting CJ. No, if it's not appropriate, then you can ask herself on Twitter. Yeah, because she's probably gonna respond because she's really nice on there. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you know what else is on our website? What? If you go to our website. You can click this link for Audible, mm-hmm. and it's the Audible affiliate link. Mm-hmm. And you can click that, and you can get two free books if you sign up for a free 30-day trial. Oh, that's so cool. I know. That's amazing. So you can get Shadow Queen, and you can get the Wish Granter for free. That's so awesome. And if you want to make our wishes come true, subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Also... You got to like us on Facebook at Audio Shelf and follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. You just got to. You got to. Because why not, first of all? If you don't, we'll take your soul. Exactly. We're going to put a contract out on you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Tanya Harding it. <laughs> and you won't know our names. <laughs> you won't be able to say we're Tanya Harding it. 
Uh. Oh, topical. <laughs> so this is the end of our show. We've hoped you've enjoyed it. <laughs> I think they have. <laughs> I know we've enjoyed recording it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Until next time. Get ready for those bloopers. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. <laughs> are we ready? <laughs> I think so. Mine's okay. Like this. Hold on. I'm your father. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, do we want to get out of that screen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't really read it if we're not. All, All right. right. So. This is going to be the interview of 2000. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is off to a great start. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so used to having my phone. I know. All right. We had this issue last we time. We did. We did. Hold on a second. Ha vam. Ha vam. Vam. I think it's vam. It's probably just vam. <laughs> yep. 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 Okay. Vam. Ari. Glavan. What? <laughs> Is it Glavan? I think so. To teach her how to... Where am I? Teach her how to fight. <laughs> uh But Teague is ruthless and more than ready to destroy... More than ready to destroy anyone who dares stand in his way. God, what is wrong with me? Do it again. I feel like I can't read. Do it again. I'm going to whip you. <laughs> what's her name? Ari? No. Oh, um, what's your face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that mm-hmm. one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hold on, because her name is not what the face. It's going to come to me. They mentioned it in the beginning, and I was like, yes! They mentioned her and her brother. And they mentioned her and her boyfriend. Boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which could have been her brother. Yeah, Who knows? yeah you never, you never know. Uh, Lorelai. Lorelai. <laughs>